Okay, welcome everyone to yet another episode of the Mental Debriefing Podcast. We are um, doing a year-end before 2019 recording, so with me we have uh, my co-host, Leslie. Hi everyone, I'm going to try not to giggle as much as I normally do because I noticed that I giggle a lot throughout the podcast. You can giggle. Anyways, so it's been a few weeks um, since we last recorded. It has. So, any updates? Any updates with you? <laughs> I asked first. <laughs> um, I don't have anything really exciting to talk about. I mean, as far as updates, so... Yeah, there was a uh, Instagram post with um, you, Frank, and the baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. So what Peter Tam is referring to is for Christmas, we gifted Frank's second cousin this cute little coat. She's around a year and a half, and we found this coat and it was really cute and we were her mom was trying to put it on her and she was not having it so she ended up just laying on the ground not wanting to get up wanting nothing to do with the coat and Frank and I could not stop laughing because she just looked so miserable and irritated and all we wanted was for her to you know wear the coat for just a moment so we could take a photo with her and she was not having it and it's really funny yeah i see it's a quick preview of um paradise's future so <laughs> that was very exciting yeah but we had a good time it was really nice to spend time with family uh what about you how was your christmas um i what did i do christmas eve by the way, that's a very snazzy jacket you got on there. Oh, this is my uh, fake leather jacket, which um, actually looks better than my real leather jacket. But um, thank you. Did you have something important today that you... Did you have a date or something? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, what did I do Christmas Eve? Um, I... Uh, yeah, I, I did some real estate stuff, then I did DoorDash for a while, and then that was it. Um, so, no family during Christmas Eve. Um, I know Mexicans like to celebrate during the Christmas Eve, but um, uh, I come from a restaurant family, so we celebrate during Christmas Day. So, Christmas Day comes, um, my... Uh, my mom and my dad and my brother, we went to go to um, eat some Chinese food in Alhambra, but um, my my dad was annoyed at my mom, you know, because they're divorced, and, and, um, and then we had lunch, and then I came back, and then I went to Starbucks after a quick nap, I did some more DoorDash, um, then after that, I went to Riverside. They have the uh, Mission Inn Hotel, which is... Oh, yeah, I saw that you went there. Yeah, it's a, it's a historic hotel in Riverside. Several presidents have stayed there, and every Christmas... It's, it's one of the few things to do in Riverside, but um, every Christmas, they, they light up the whole freaking thing. Um, Was this your first time going uh, there? Uh, usually, I just drive by and... But yeah, it was nice. There was a lot of people around, so it was it was kind of festive. Um, but of course, like any downtown, you, you know, there's there's some spots where you can smell urine and and all that jazz. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a fun time. Um, and yeah, I want to talk about a few things. I I haven't gotten over this. Uh, who should pay first? I know we've been talking about this subject at Nazi, you know, several several episodes. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this uh, stupid subject regarding um, on a date who should pay. 
Um, so let me just quickly go over. I went on two dates. Nice. Um, well, this 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 took place like two weeks ago when we last recorded our episode. Um, but um, so first date. Um, I th- I'm not sure if we've talked about it in this episode, but in our podcast, but um, it was raining. I went to the. Uh, um, there's a mall, and then, and then I had coffee, and then, because it was raining, we went to this milkshake place that was nearby, um, and then my date. Is this the teacher? Yeah, this is the teacher, so I, I I'm not okay. sure if we've talked about it. I think we have, but yeah. anyways, so she, she pays for the coffee, and then, um, and then I've uh, never heard from her again. And then, and then the other date, which took place during the uh, prior UFC, um, right right before that date, um, well first she can't she um, she changed the she changed time because she had to work or whatever with her mom and then so the date gets pushed back to later in the day then we went to uh, Whole Foods. Um, uh, my, my whole plan was to have like a, uh, you know, I, I like the dates where you walk around and, and explore, but she's not the most outgoing type of person. So, um, there's this fancy sandwich shop and then I was like, oh yeah, we should eat here. But then she said no. So then, <laughs> then we went across the parking lot, um, to, there's this place, which is like, um, Anaheim packing house style. Mm. Those where, fun. where there's a lot of small shops and uh, small restaurants, kind of a hipster vibe. And um, so we ended up at this Italian place. I'm not sure who pays. Um, <laughs> I, I forgot already. But I um, then, you know, we talk some more. She's, yeah, she's not the very outgoing because uh, we had this conversation um like, because uh, I like to get their whole life story. And then I was like, uh, what did you do in high school? Any extracurricular activities? And she said, no. And then what about in college? She said, no. <laughs> so it, w- it was very frustrating. Um, she it was hard to, she seemed like a person that. Uh, Maybe she was just shy. She doesn't open up a lot. Yeah, she, she's, and then. um so it, it's kind of weird when Peter Tam has to do all the talking, like this podcast. Um, <laughs> you have to do all the talking. And <laughs> it, 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 it's your, it's kind of like your podcast. It, I'm just like it, here it, to. It, it it can make your head hurt, but anyway. <laughs> um, so then I was like, oh yeah, we should end it off with dessert, of course. Where'd you go? And then they had like the an ice cream making place but then um somehow we ended up back at whole foods and then and then whole foods had the macaron things oh those french macaron things uh-huh. and then i was i was buying some or whatever and then but then she didn't want to participate so you then she didn't want to participate she didn't want to participate in eating my dessert or, oh. or the, the group dessert <laughs> Which you know by then it's it's a disaster. So and any date where Peter Tam eats the dessert <laughs> by himself, or when the date is watching me eat the dessert, it it, it doesn't go well and it's really embarrassing. And I've had a few dates like that. It's it, it's really it's really awkward and it's really weird. You know I kept I kept complimenting her and then um, trying to jazz jazz up the conversation, et cetera, et cetera, but she wouldn't have any of it, so... What did you say to her when you were complimenting her? Well, th- there was this, um, when we were eating dinner, there was this, uh, you know, those giant, it's like a giant teddy bear, mm-hmm. you know, you've seen those at Costco or whatever, mm-hmm. so one of the stores had, like, this giant teddy bear thing, and then, and then this, uh, little toddler goes up to it, and then <laughs> starts, like, poking the... T- 
poking the bear. Well, first she gave it a hug, then she started the poking the bear in the eyes and stuff. Uh-huh. And then, um... And when and did this compliment come into play? <laughs> and then, so she makes some comments, and then, and then she's, and then I was, uh, I don't know, I, I end up saying, um, oh yeah, I can tell that you're very, um, you, you have a, you're very kind and caring person, and she's like, oh, thank you, most of my friends say I'm just, um, mean and callous or whatever. Oh, wow. That's a red flag if most of her friends say she's mean and callous. But that was really nice of you. You know, because on her profile, she said, oh, yeah, I, I want to have kids some, you know. Oh, okay. Blah, blah, blah. So I, I try to I like in, that you incorporate that. In. mentioned that she was kind, that she seems like she's a kind person, other than just complimenting, like, her looks or... Because I think most men and correct me if I'm wrong when they compliment a woman it's usually about her looks and the fact that you complimented her on something other than that um is very thoughtful well thank you thank you (laughs) well I can you know I do the looks too oh Leslie your eyebrows are so nice your eyebrow game is on point see I can do that oh my god (laughs) don't ever do that again (laughs) that was really awkward (laughs) Anyways, um, so I'm eating dessert by myself, and then the date, you know, she's, uh, she also took out her phone, and, you know, it's like a disaster, but, um, anyways, um, so the date eventually ends, then I go watch the UFC with you guys, but, um, yeah, I've, I've texted these girls a few times, and then, uh, they're not responsive, so, at the end. This, this other girl that um, I'm eating dessert by myself, she did text back, you know, Merry Christmas, whatever, so. Um, but it looks like it's, it looks like it's over. Um, I've, I've uh, texted other, other uh, people from my past, and um, during the Christmas, this is a good time to hit these girls up. <laughs> Because they're more receptive when you're saying, oh, Merry Christmas, whatever. Oh, I see. So <laughs> be careful when you reply to the guys. I'll make sure to be careful. <laughs> so, it's a nice little entry entryway, but um, things have been slow. And then and then in my head, I just keep thinking about that stupid... Um, so yeah. why are you thinking about who pays Because. I've concluded that every, well, I, I was listening, you know, I'm doing my deliveries and then I listened to the Joe Rogan interview of Gad Sad and. Oh, I listened, I recently listened to that one too. Yeah, towards the end he talks, you know, at the beginning there's a lot of uh, stuff that's hard to comprehend, but at the end um, they had a talk a topic about when you're, when you're dating one of the worst things you could do is, you know, try to be frugal or whatever. You you have to show that you can provide. That's part Has of our evolution. Joe Rogan, was this the most recent podcast? Yes. That he, oh, I don't remember that. Okay, sorry. So, Go ahead. Part, part of when you're dating is trying to find someone that's, you know, both compatible and both that can provide, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then... And then I thought back in my head. Uh, oh, also, also, of course, like I just said, when when you try to be frugal or whatever on your date, that's the worst thing that that you can do because your date sees that and then it's like, oh, this guy can't provide. Because they were talking about like guys they come up to the nightclub in the Lamborghini or whatever, and then that attracts women because it shows that you have a certain financial means and certain power and your ability to provide i don't remember them saying anything like that (laughs) (laughs) but anyways so i was thinking back um to my dates and then um i know different people have different results but for me personally every single date where the female tries to pay for their coffee or something insignificant like that it's every single time 
those dates are the ones that they don't have the second date. So my conclu my new conclusion is, you know, because in the past I was just like, oh, I don't care. You know, if you're going to put up a big fight, I'm just going to let you pay. So um, now I'm, I'm, I'm going to put up the fight now. I'm going to pay no matter what. I'm tired of this BS, so game over. <laughs> I don't disagree. See what happens. It, it's just weird. I mean, like I said before, it's like, what are you trying to prove to me that you can pay a $4 coffee? If, um, you know, if me and Leslie happened to be at, at a Starbucks, I would I would pay for her as, as a friend. I mean, I, I'm not going to make a big deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Leslie, you can pay for your $4 coffee. I'm just going to sit here. I mean, wh why, why specifically on a date you have to try to try to prove yourself and then pay for your four dollar coffee it's ridiculous anyways rant over i'm trying to put myself in these women's shoes and try to understand their point of view and why they would offer to pay well we've already had this discussion in the past and I think I said something along the lines of they want to you know they don't want you to think that they're just here for a free meal or a free drink so that's why they're offering to pay which I think is a very considerate gesture on their part because I've heard stories that you know people go on dates and they're just getting really just gonna they're going for a free meal or for a free you know cu cup of coffee and that really sucks so maybe i don't know saying something along the lines of wow thank you so much it's really considerate of you but i invited you on this date and i would really uh like to pay for your dinner or for your drink something along those lines so that way she knows that you understand that she's trying to be considerate of you and everything and you're acknowledging what she's trying to do but just letting her know like no i i invited you on this date and i would really like to pay for this meal or for this drink maybe the second or third date that we have then you can pay okay hmm. that's some uh decent advice thank yeah. you so i think that would be good Okay, yeah, it's it's just it's just been on my mind because I've just had like like three dates in a row where they've, uh, it, you know, they try to be insistent on paying. It's like, for God's sakes, <laughs> I mean, do you want this date to work out or not? Because it, I mean, you know, different people have different results, but it just seems like, um, all these dates where they insist on paying those are the dates that don't work out so hmm. you know you can say oh yeah peter tam acts different when when the person pays or whatever but do you act different when uh, they pay versus when they don't pay i don't know uh, i i think it's um i don't think it's psychological i i think on a date it, it just works better because there's less awkwardness and um, if, if you want the date to succeed, there, there, there's something evolutionary, there's something, I don't, I don't want to say biological, it's, it's psychological that when, when the male pays, it kind of proves something that you know, he's not a loser. I know, obviously, you're not comparing bank accounts or anything like that, but I think there's there's something to that. Because, you know, obviously, as recently as a few months ago or or a few few weeks ago, I could give a flying F. If you want to make a big deal about it, you can pay but for yourself. I mean, also, another point is it's not like they're paying for my cup of coffee. They're paying for their own $4 cup of coffee, so... Um, I, I just think it's, it flows better if, 
if the mail pays. Well, I think that would be a good strategy, though, is just what I said before, saying, you know, exactly what I said, and then that would maybe, you know, saying, like, hey, you know, maybe you can pay for my coffee, like, on our second or third date. That would be, I think, nice. Okay, sounds good. And let me know how that works. Okay, we'll do. Okay, continuing on here, um, we've been talking about uh, nutrition for the last few weeks uh, and um, for the last few episodes regarding some health products. And uh, previously, Leslie had sent me a link regarding some uh, probiotic ice cream. Do you still remember the name of that or no? Um, not off the top of my head, but I can look it up. But you just recently handed me this Cricket Protein Bar. Yes. By EXO. Have you tried it already? Yes. And? What do you Um, think? I I actually enjoy it a lot, so I'm going to possibly buy a second box soon. Um, Yeah, it's good stuff. I'm a big fan of Cricket eating, consuming crickets now. Why? The... There's been some concerns regarding, um, you know, because the population of the world is growing. How are we going to support all these people with all this protein? And then, you know, people feel sorry for cows or whatever. Um, But we have a a new alternative, which is uh, cricket protein. And how it works is, well, there's two types. You can obviously just eat the bugs um, whole. Uh, that's one option and the second option here is uh, um, basically what happens is uh, these crickets uh, because it's quote-unquote more um, sustainable because you can grow crickets obviously in a tank in a warehouse Mm -hmm. instead of uh, a large open space pasture which um, cows and other livestock require and then uh, what happens is they they toast these crickets up and then and then they they grind the crickets up into like a flour and then after they grind the crickets up into a flour um, they can be made into a granola bar into a bar I shouldn't say granola it's an actual it's like a protein bar um, so Leslie has one in her hands so she will. I'm going to go ahead and try it. It also says that it does not contain grain, gluten, soy, or dairy, if anyone is concerned about any of those ingredients. So I'm going to go ahead and try it. It has 10 grams of protein, if we haven't already said that. Yeah, so they said that... um... Oh, and this is the, um, the chocolate. Oh, it's cacao nut. That's yeah, the, the brand is called EXO, E-X-O. It looks like a chocolate brownie. Mm. And it has a very... It has like a similar consistency. That's mm. the chocolate and coconut flavor. I don't love it. Mm, but I don't hate it. Mm, sounds like a recommendation. I wouldn't necessarily buy this though and eat it. <laughs> I rather I prefer other protein bars. It's okay. I don't hate it. A lot better than the kombucha that I tried last time. <laughs> But I agree with the points that you made previously about it being more sustainable sustainable and better for the environment. So that is a good reason why to have cricket protein. Okay. I wonder how else you can eat it and prepare it. Um, well, you can toast a cricket and eat them whole. Like, like they have like a... Uh, it's in bar form, or you can uh, 
can use it as flower, like kind of like a flower. Like like bake stuff with it. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe you can do that. I'm gonna at, have to look into it. At this point, um, I'm not I'm not quite sure, but uh, I'll look into it. Basically, there's there's some of these talking points. Is um, I actually did a speech on this. Oh, um, for Toastmasters. Yeah, for Toastmasters. Nice. And then, the, uh, for example, um, with one hundred gallons of water, you can only, the result of that is you can only get six grams of uh, beef, um, whereas you can get seventy six grams of protein from beef, where you can get seventy one grams of protein from uh, crickets. So, wait, I'm sorry. So you're saying with how much water? 100 gallons of water. Okay, so the what you're saying is with 100 gallons of water, what which would that would you would use that and give it to cows, right? Correct. And then they would produce with that 100 gallons of water how many grams? Six of grams. Six of, grams. So so you know. It just sounds funny when you say like, oh, for 100 gallons, you can only produce so much grams of protein. Like, it sounds strange. Yeah, basically, they're reducing it down. Obviously, a cow drinks, uh, you know, thousands of gallons of water in uh-huh. its lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, but per 100 gallons of water, you get six, six grams of beef. Um, as, whereas crickets, of course, they don't consume much water and the uh, protein protein hit is much more um, per per uh, per 100 gallons of water uh, let me put a quick pause here so we can pull up some more talking points okay some more talking points um, it's it's more protein rich uh, um, per serving than than cow also if you have sensitivities towards uh, gluten this is a good alternative. Um, the the flour is is obviously gluten free because it comes from a cricket. Um, so I, I was doing a speech regarding that and re- regarding why crickets are the way to go or an alternative for for society's protein needs and then I, I went looking for the protein bars actually actually live and not on Amazon and um, this this company called Chapul C-H-A-P-U-L which was um, featured on Shark Tank they so I went to their website and then I looked at all the places that supposedly had it their retailers and then I drove to two of them and then I called like three of them and then none of them had it <laughs> So, so it, you settled for this one? So it appears that, uh, well, and then I looked at their website some more, and then it's like, you can't even order them online anymore. So I'm not sure if they're still in business or not. Uh, everything's sold out. Uh, they also sell protein powders. Mm-hmm. But then uh, it just seems everything has been sold out. So um, well, that's... So, so a good sign, I guess, for them. Well, it's a bad sign because none of the retailers had it anymore. So it doesn't mean doesn't seem like it's catching on with the public. Um, so then, this other company, this EXO company. Uh, so the speech, I wanted to offer the people samples. Of course, I couldn't find any retail wide, so I had a speech with no samples about cricket protein, but. Um, this EXO brand, are, they're on Amazon, and their stuff's pretty good. I would uh, buy, buy it once again. It tastes pretty good. Also, I was curious to know if um, cricket protein is a complete protein, so if it has all essential amino acids. Our body produces the majority of the amino acids that we need to make proteins, but there are nine essential amino acids that we have to take. Uh, we have to get from our diet so i just did a quick google of um google search to find out if it's a complete source of protein and it is so that's good yeah one of these uh, talking points here crickets are 60 percent protein by weight and have a slightly nutty and earthy taste in addition to 
Chitosan and protein crickets naturally contain all the essential amino acids, omega-3s, omega-6s, B12, and more. Yeah. So I, I would obviously eat these uh, cricket bars again. Leslie is uh, more ambivalent. I'm sure this hopefully catches on. The flavors will improve. I just, I'm not a fan of the flavor. Okay, Leslie's not a fan. <laughs> but I, I'll, I'll try it again. Okay, well, um, she doesn't need to try it. She just needs to finish the bar. But anyways... Um, Wait, how did your speech go? The the speech went well. Um, I laid out a lot of important points. I had all these uh, talking points regarding you know, it's gluten-free, it's more environmental, um, supposedly to, to grow, um, et cetera, et cetera. You can obviously grow crickets in a warehouse. <laughs> there's, there's obvious... And then cows, it just takes a lot of land to grow, but... You know, people like the taste of beef, which I myself do, and I, I kind of like the cow farms and all that. So, you know, there are things to consider. Um, obviously, as, as the population continues to grow, there's less, less and less land available, and crickets may be a good alternative to providing protein uh, for the masses. Okay, now back to the uh, probiotic, probiotics ice cream. Oh, uh, the name is Cultural Probiotic Ice Cream, I believe. Okay. Did you ever try it? And uh, briefly explain it, Leslie. It's an ice cream that contains probiotics, which we previously talked about. Um, so probiotics are microorganisms, and we have microorganisms that live inside and outside of our body and they you know the beneficial microorganisms help us um, do certain things for example they help us um, synthesize vitamin k which is an essential nutrient so it's important for us to have a good balance of um, beneficial and harmful microorganisms and this is it's what they call gut health right exactly uh the microbiome which consists which basically means like the microorganisms that live in and in and outside of our bodies and there's a considerable amount of research going on because we are interested in learning more about how these microorganisms influence um are you know not only how it influences our health but also how it influences our um, our behavior as well so it's really interesting okay so so this this ice cream um, so Les, Leslie found it um... I think it was so I found it on Instagram because Instagram as many of you already know they have these sponsored posts and it's the sponsored posts are tailored on who you follow and what you search. So I'm sure because I follow like different dietetic Instagram accounts, this popped up in my feed, but I really like ice cream. So I'm like, oh, I'll try it. And I think it's an interesting marketing tactic because they know that a lot of people are interested in probiotics. So, but it, it's, it's interesting marketing tactic and how you know, I went out to their website and they explain how they're able to incorporate probiotics into their ice cream. So if anyone's interested, you can go onto their website and read about it, which is really innovative. Okay, yeah, this the the brand is called Culture Republic. Mm -hmm. um, Culture and then R E P U B L I C K. Um, they currently are they have a few flavors on sale in Target. Um, so I went to Target and I bought some um, after Leslie recommended it. You know, typically I'm a big yogurt guy and I, I eat all types of yogurts and yogurty drinks um, for my probiotics. Um, but I'm, I'm here to try some new stuff. So um, how, how, 
what flavor did you have or if you remember how did you like the ice cream i had the chocolate cherry flavor and i i really enjoyed it as a dessert i thought it was really good and it's as far as comparing the nutrition facts label with you know common ice creams it doesn't differ that much as far as like the total fat content and the carbohydrate content but the what differentiates this product from other ice creams is the fact that they have probiotics. But oh. I thought it was really flavorful. I liked the texture. I really enjoyed it. So, as an ice cream, you liked it? <laughs> yes. Okay. I would have it again, yes. Um, I did not. I'm not a big fan of... Do you like ice cream to begin with? I'm a big ice cream guy. Okay. Um, I was... And what flavor did you get? Also said chocolate and cherry. Oh, you did? Okay. Um, and? You didn't like it? <laughs> the ice cream is, they call it light ice cream, but um, it's it's not creamy enough as, as an ice cream. You know, ice creams typically, the, the rich and creamy ones, they, they taste better. Can I see the um, front of it? Yeah, it's this one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, typically for ice creams, you know, if it's more rich and more creamy, it, ju it just tastes better. Mm. Um, and then this one, it's, it's neither rich nor creamy. And I didn't uh, really enjoy it. You know, it's obviously edible. And but the fact that it has probiotics doesn't sway you in any way? Uh, it does not because... <laughs> Because it's frozen, does that affect the probiotics in any way? I, I wonder. They explain that in their web on their website, and I can't recall because it's been a few weeks since I went on there. But from what I recall, they were saying that they use uh, spores, and from what I remember from my microbiology class, those are like the dormant, they're dormant um, microorganisms. I not certain how they're activated again but it's all on their website yeah typically i um that's why i said it's very innovative how they were able to incorporate the microorganisms okay um yeah they have a q a here <coughs> i briefly looked it up it's very difficult to keep probiotics alive this is from their website mm -hmm. throughout the pasteurization and freezing processes needed to make ice cream Fortunately, we figured out we could use probiotics that are in a protective spore state, spore in quotes. This means they are dormant, but encased in a shell that protects them against harsh conditions such as the freezer, similar to seeds that, that survive the winter and grow in the spring. Our probiotic culture shed this spore state and become active when the conditions are just right, like in your gut. So um, shout out to Leslie's amazing memory for remembering that. Yep. I do remember certain things. So, shout out to microbiology at Cypress College. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, yeah, so shout out to that. Um, as an ice cream, I'll, I'll obviously finish this, and I, they had a two for one, so. <gasps> you have another one? So I have to eat the other one also. Or I'll, I'll, I'll just take it from you since you don't like it. But, but um. <laughs> Are you going to give it to me, yes or no? Yeah, probably, yeah. Okay, thank but, you. Uh, it's not this flavor, though. <laughs> what is it? It's it's the other one. Because there's three flavors. I don't remember what the other flavor one is. Yeah, they don't have a lot of flavors uh, at Target. Um, overall, I... What would you give it from an A to an F? Well, uh, we'll do stars here. Okay. I'll do... It's like a two-star <laughs> ice cream. Oh, my goodness. It's, as an ice cream itself, it's just not... I would quality. give it four stars. What? Yes. What type of ice cream have you been eating? I enjoy ice cream. I really like. I thought it was. I thought it was really good. It's, I like the flavor. It's it's just too light and it's not creamy and. Ugh. What's your favorite ice cream? There's a malt, malt, malt crunch, malt chocolate crunch something, fr from uh, thrifty. That's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Thrifty has really good ice cream. Um, cookies and cream. I like that. I like a bunch of dryer stuff, a bunch of briar stuff. Um, I like a lot of ice creams. Um, 31 flavors. I do not like the 
uh, Cold Stone style, where they take the ice cream and they harass it and <laughs> put a bunch of stuff in it. That's the ice cream should be good as is. You don't need to put a bunch of. Have you seen? Have you been to those ice cream places that they roll the ice cream like rolled? It's I have, really I've seen the show, but I haven't. I went, there's one by my house, and it was pretty good. It's Creamistry, it's right? It's not called Creamistry, okay. but I don't know, it's probably similar. It's just fun. Like, it's a fun thing to do. Mm. I don't think it really affects the flavor or anything. I think it's just more for looks. So you can take a picture and post it on Instagram. Yeah. Shout out to Instagram. <laughs> Um, so changing topics, what do you think about the whole debacle that's going on with the UFC? So background information, um, there's, there's a big fight coming up on December 29th. Joe, John Jones is fighting, uh, Gustafson and it was supposed, this fight was supposed to take place in las vegas but about a week ago or not even a week ago a few days ago on sunday on sunday they announced that they were going to be relocating the fight from las vegas to la because john jones something happened with his drug test he might have tested positive for some things but it's under well I think because they are letting him fight, then doesn't that mean that he well, didn't test positive? Well, he. I briefly listened to Jeff Nowitzki on Joe Rogan today. He did. Um, he had a positive test a few months back, back in August. Then he had four negative tests in a row. Then this one, he had another positive test in December. But um, they're stating that because he's working out that he's working out more that this substance has been in his body since 17 months ago and they think he did not retake the drug which a lot of people are um, including Daniel Cormier Alex Gustafson all these others um, they're finding the results suspicious that uh, he did actually test positive, but they're letting him slide by saying it was a previous, it was from his last time taking the drug. So, sounds kind of weird. So, are they relocating the fight because Las Vegas, their athletic commission is really strict and are won't allow him to fight? Where, in comparison, LA's athletic commission isn't as strict? Well, it's by state, so... Um, or California. Nevada typically, their reputation in Nevada is actually they're loose um, with regulations because they're the fight capital of the world, uh, and the UFC's headquarters there, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's a lot of boxing matches there, um, but for you know it is an actual positive test this time, and they wanted to do a re reevaluation a hearing because it, it looked things look kind of suspicious um but california they they already had done all this research regarding um john jones and they granted him a license already this was like two weeks ago and uh, their their state athletic commission they believe that he's uh that this positive drug test is from when he took the drugs uh, so it's more of a difference of opinion correct oh interesting well i know a lot of people are, are rightfully upset because they already had bought not only the tickets which were ridiculously expensive but also you know flights um and the cost of the hotel so a lot of people lost out on a lot of money and it's not like you can just cancel the last minute you, I don't think they even give you a refund because it's so last minute. Well, plane so tickets they have can, to go. Yeah, plane tickets can get tricky. Um, hotels, you can cut because it's before 72 hours. Most hotels let you cancel. Hmm. Um, for the fighters, it sucks, obviously, because um, the pay, one, you have to have a last minute travel 
Uh, two, Nevada has no state income tax. California is taxed at 10%, as you're aware. And that's a 10% difference in your, in your paycheck between fighting in Nevada versus fighting in California. So a lot of fighters um. are not happy. Um, for the a benefit for California, Southern California MMA fans is um, because there hasn't been much buildup for, for it's been relocated to the form in Inglewood and the ticket window is so short because Saturday's coming up soon. You can possibly get very discounted tickets to go watch the UFC in Inglewood. I would have done so, but I'm not. I'm out of town, so. Oh. Would you have made the same decision if you were in that situation? I'm. I'm not a John Jones fan, so I'm biased. So I can't clearly make that assessment. <laughs> no, I'm asking. Would you have changed the location of the fight last minute? Would you have made that decision? What if I was if I was Dana White? Yeah. Would you? I asked you first. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's my question. You can't turn it around. No, I'm turning it around. No. I said I'm a John. I don't like John Jones. So. So what does that mean? You would well, not, as a- and just postpone the fight or no the show must go on okay so would you just not let him fight then correct oh okay they can get pushed back to uh the 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 canceled anaheim card that that would have been the i mean if this had took place like a a week earlier when they canceled the Mm -hmm. the uh there was another ufc card which was going to take place in january Mm -hmm. if they had known all this ahead of time they would obviously have put the uh, Jones Gustafson fight there, <laughs> and then just let Chris Cyborg and and uh, Amanda Nunes headline Nevada, and then everything would have worked out. But yeah. they already canceled that other fight. So, hmm. what do you think about the exchange between John Jones and DC? Um, they're not fans of each other, so there's obviously a lot of smack talk. Um, do you think DC crossed the line when he talked about John Jones's wife? Actually, they both talked about each other's wives, actually. No, I don't think so. What? I think that crosses the line. No, you can talk about people's wives. You just no, can't you talk can't. about kids. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> you didn't. What do you mean you got me? I got you. How did you get me? You shouldn't be talking about You their can talk wives. about people's wives, but you can't talk about their kids. No, that's not no. appropriate because the wives have nothing to do with it. And they didn't choose to be in the spotlight. They didn't choose no, to... No, they did. Their per- no, how? Because, well, because by when, you're, when you get a divorce, you know, they, they say that the wife contributed to the, to the husband's success and, and then all that, which is how the payouts take place oh my god that's um, such <laughs> I, I mean you kind of you kind of know what you're getting into when you're married when you're marrying a fighter i mean you know when you're a girlfriend it's like whatever's um you may or may not know what you're getting into but when you're marrying them you obviously know oh yeah he's a fighter and and all this uh, all the baggage that comes with marrying a fighter i disagree i don't that's... think that that's appropriate and i because they didn't choose to be in the limelight and they married this person because they love them and that's it <laughs> why well, i think i have a very valid reason that's not valid because they chose they they knew what type of limelight marrying a fighter would have I mean, it's it's not like a quote unquote normal occupation. You're you're marrying a guy that fights in a cage. So. Um, well, anyways, but, I disagree, but I'm excited for the upcoming fight. And um, briefly, the uh, I was correct in in my previous MMA predictions, which Max Holloway won. The, oh uh, yeah, that was a really good fight. Mexican American Brian Ortega did not. And 
um, uh, Valentina Shevchenko beat Joanna uh, in Jacek because Joanna lives comfortably in Florida now and not in the bitter cold of Poland, so <laughs> she's uh, less hungry. Yeah. Um, I know you're cold, so uh, we will discuss uh, New Year's resolutions, New Year's Eve plans, and then we'll take off. Oh, okay. I have no New Year's resolutions <laughs> there. <laughs> well, you're, you're, uh, you're about to graduate and proceed into the real world. Oh, yes. I'm excited about that. I'm so excited to be done with my internship and just move on and start working again full time so i'm i'm excited about that okay what are your new year's eve plans um as of right now we don't have any we oh my you. god <laughs> we were gonna go to japan actually because um gabby garcia who what she's so she is gonna fight in japan on december 31st so here's what happened frank and i went to the placencia tamale festival a few weeks ago a couple weeks ago yes and we were enjoying our tamales at the festival and we were discussing what we were going to do for new year's and we both agreed that we were going to somehow watch gabby garcia's fight in japan and frank suggested why don't we just go to japan and watch her fight so and we were we both were like oh that would be so awesome so we told our coach who is this guy yoko who's japanese happens to be japanese we we told him like hey we're we're willing to go to Japan. Do you think that she has, do you have any tickets or do you know where we can get tickets? He's like, actually, she might have some tickets because some of her family members can't go and they give each fighter like eight tickets. But that didn't pan out, unfortunately. So we're no longer going to Japan. But it was, it would have been so cool if we would have been able to go. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, she'll be fighting that day. So somehow we're going to watch her fight on New Year's Eve. We don't know exactly how, but we'll figure it out. Well, in the past, the Rise and stuff, they have like a uh, online stream. So I've, I've watched her past fights. Um, there's usually an online stream. And, uh-huh. you know, Peter Tam has no New Year's Eve plans typically. So I ended up watching... I became an early on Gabby Garcia fan <laughs> because uh, every New Year's Eve, Eve I'd, I'd watch her fight. So. What, does she fight every New Year's? Well, Ryzen always has a really big show on New Year's. And then that year was um, uh, Miracle Curl Cop was also fighting, et cetera, et cetera. Oh. So her organization, they throw these giant uh, New Year's Eve things. So every Floyd New Mayweather Eve. is going to be fighting on that card yes. too. Yes, yes, supposedly. <laughs> so... We will see. Um, I have uh, plans this year, so. Um, what are you doing? What are you gonna do? I'm going to Mesa, Arizona, because there's a dance festival. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm kind of over dancing, but. Um, Is it a salsa dance festival? Well, uh, there's this dance called Kizomba, which is from Angola and Cabo Verde, um, which I've learned for a few years. So, um, it's, it's that type of dance and I just wanted to go cause I wanted to go on a road trip. <laughs> Are you going to go by yourself? No, 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 no. They, like two years ago or a year and a half ago, they, this same organization, they organized a thing, um, in, in Phoenix. So my dance teacher and then some of the students, um, he rented a big van, and then we, we had this long road trip to Arizona, so it was pretty fun. Mm. So I'm actually, so I wanted to relive the past like I often do, and I'm going just for, for that, but um, for the road leaving? trip on uh, 6 a.m. on Saturday. Oh my gosh. So uh, I'm not a big fan of... Um, dance festivals typically because they're a big big waste of money (laughs) but 
going for the road trip, so it should be fun. So it's a uh, so you're gonna leave six a.m. on Saturday, and then when are you coming back? Um, January one. Oh, yeah, so it's a few days. Yeah, so you know it's it's the long weekend, so um, I'm gonna have to find a way to find John Jones on TV, and that'll be a struggle because <laughs> I'll be in Arizona, but um, we'll see. And other than that, I don't have oh resolutions. Oh yeah, what are your um, resolutions? Well, I just wanted to say that in 2018, I, I early on in 2018, I wanted to make a concerted effort for the first time in my life to consistently go to the gym. Oh, okay. And that actually kind of worked out, worked out well. So Good. shout out to Planet Fitness. Um, <laughs> the, those massage chair things are a big motivator for me to go to the gym, so... I'm I'm very happy. Um, these last two weeks have tailed off because I had my cold, et cetera, et cetera. But um, before the, these last two weeks, I had a really good run of um, at least going to the gym at least once a week, which is a big deal for me. So, um, yeah, it's it's been good. And then my other resolution for me to get up and running on my real estate business is uh, still... A work in progress so going into 2018 that will be another goal and yeah um i know we're running out of time here but um every of course the uh wife search 2018 did not go so well so <laughs> is that what we're calling it now uh, wife search 2019 will hashtag wife search 2019 <laughs> will continue did it all the dating websites will get super busy these next several weeks. Really? These, Why? Well, people make their New Year's resolutions, you know, and they're like, I don't want to be freaking lonely anymore. And then they hit uh. up the dating websites, you know, because what's the next haul outside of Martin Luther King Day? What's the next holiday after, Chris, after New Year's? Valentine's. Exactly. Valentine's Day. So... That's on people's minds, that's on women's minds, that's on men's minds. So, this is the busiest time of year for dating websites, the, uh, right after New Year's time, up, up through uh, Valentine's Day. So, hopefully things work out this time. I've, looking back, I've actually went on a lot of dates this year, and uh, just some things just didn't work out, but yeah. I, for one, I, I let them pay for them their own after they put up a resistance. But I, I've learned my what mistakes. About, here's a crazy idea. What if you just started making more friends? Like, you know, friends. Like, guy friends, girlfriends. And then you go out more, like, in group settings. And then maybe you'll meet somebody. Yeah, I tried that, like, ten years ago. The, the, the whole uh, meeting a lot of people thing. It didn't work? It's, I mean, because uh, when my friend Danny was still living in Southern California, I relied on his friend group a lot. But then all these chicks, yeah, you, you, you don't like them, and then that's it. Or they don't like you, that's it. So mm -hmm. it's it's kind, I mean, that other girl they uh, that brutally said said no but we're still on friend terms you know that was that was through dancing and all that so mm. yeah i get around i mean i'm not exclusive to the internet dating i again as i stated in previous episodes i prefer the organic non-internet dating so i do meet people but it's it's hit or miss sometimes got it but um yeah yeah it's it's gonna I think 2019 is going to be a good year for you, Peter. Life, life Search 2019. Yeah. Again, uh, closing out here, um, you, you are very uh, fortunate that you didn't have to put up with a lot of this BS called uh, dating <laughs> that a lot of people do well into their 30s. So um, you were very fortunate you, you met a good guy and... Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I am. Um, 
Frank and I, we've been, we're coming up on uh, six years married. Holy shit. 11 years together. (laughs) So more than a decade. And I'm very fortunate to have him and he's been a great um, support system for me. We do definitely have our times when we don't see eye to eye and we get upset at one another, but at the end of the day, we both really love each other and, you know, we'll do anything for one another. Okay. So. That sounds. Hashtag to Wife Search 2019. Well, hashtag Wife Search 2019. Please we- let us know. Send us anybody <laughs> that you know is single. <laughs> Email us, comment. Yes, mentaldebriefing at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. If you guys see anybody on Instagram, make sure to hashtag wifesearch2019 and send a PTA message. Yes. Uh, my Instagram is Vision of Tam. Um, the podcast uh, email is mentaldebriefing at gmail.com. So if you have any other questions or any like anything like that, you can also send them in. We'll offer some advice. Uh, not so helpful advice and and then uh, let us know if you try the cricket protein yes and we will talk to you guys in 2019 adios bye